everybody out there on the internet. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. Uh, I'm Frank. Tyler's here. Hey, what's up? I don't know why I'm doing that, boys. It's weird. It's weird. I have my voice back, though, this week. uh, After a week, uh, after, you know, after I came home from Boston and I had all that sinus drain, it was just giving me hell on the throat. Uh, But now... I have coughed up all of that disgusting mucus, phlegmy bullshit. Yeah. And I'm feeling pretty good right now. Right on. That Dayquil, that Nyquil, that Robitussin, Mm. all that stuff is pretty good stuff to me. How about you? Have you ever had to resort to the Day, Night, Dayquil or Nightquil or that Robitussin? No. um, I have not. Oh. I believe I'm actually allergic to Robitussin. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one. Um, yeah. Apparently I had it when I was younger and didn't go well. Oh. So I don't know. Huh. But no, I've I've actually never taken Dayquil and Rayquil. Hmm. Shockingly. I feel like I probably should have at some point, but. Yeah, they, they work. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, drugs drugs they work yeah. when you use them correctly yeah <laughs> uh but how have you been buddy i'm all right just tired very tired um how about you uh well uh, i'll feeling do better yeah i'm feeling better uh my cats are being fucking little sons of bitches uh trying to stay busy working on stuff um actually Getting involved, and I have actually been, well, I volunteered to be part of a tabletop game session. I will be playing a game that is currently in beta. It's called Songs for the Dusk. Um, But yeah, I'm going to be doing that this weekend. Very cool. Um, Should be fun. I've been reading over some of the materials. I actually ended up buying it because it sounded pretty rad. It's like... It sounds a lot like the setting sounds similar to Destiny, uh, with some with some similar concepts in there. I mean, it's not purely like that, but it's it's pretty cool. There's there's weird stuff happening. Cool, well, that's awesome. Yeah. How many people can play it? Uh, well, there's going to be the guy running the game, and then three other people, so five people total. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, but yeah, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while since I've played anything tabletop. I, cu- I have a few games that I'd like to get together with y'all and play, but it seems like that's going to be a while s- for that to happen. Yeah, maybe. Looking like pretty busy schedule ahead. Yeah. We had fun last weekend, though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I had my bachelor party last weekend, and... A lot of us drank a lot. Fucking Jaeger bombs. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, like, the day after, my fart smelled like ass. Oh, dude. <laughs> it was awful. Like, I, I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is that smell? I thought yeah. I shit myself, but I was just farting and it was... Uh. Man, we had a lot of shots. Yeah, we did. I only had I only had five, but okay. I, I... Only I, had five, yeah. which is funny. I had seven. Um, I, 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 you know, one of our buddies, uh, he can drink a lot. Yeah. And it was, uh, to you know, I was having a great time, and I was like, it's my fucking bachelor party. I can't let this guy out drink me. Mm-hmm. So every time he wanted more shots, I'm like, well, I need to take more shots, too. Um, 
Luckily, I didn't throw up. I don't know how, because I had five beers and seven shots. Wow. Which is, you know, typically when you mix beer and liquor like that, not yeah, good. You're all right. It's it's not that bad. People make it, it can out to go bad though. Yeah. Well, if you, that. Mm, yeah. Sure. Sure. I guess it could. You gotta you gotta do it right. Um, which the beer, you know, just kind of pacing it out through the night. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it was it was fun. We. Uh, Eat some good food. Some yeah. Good laughs. Uh, played some video games later on in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, very, man, I, I I urge everyone that has an Xbox One or a PC to go get hashtag IDARP. It sucks that game's not on more consoles because it's such a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically almost like a basketball sort of game in a yeah. weird way soccer whatever there's two goals and you have a ball and you're and you're shooting a ball and sh- kind of almost had these like ray gun sort of things um and and yeah pretty pretty incredible shots i got you real good on a real uh awesome last minute last yeah. second shot which Although, was pretty epic i will say i probably had the shot of the night that 15 pointer yeah you you got some good revenge there that was like a three bounce five point shot yeah. right there. Yeah. So I mean, you can score two points, you can score three, but if you bounce it, you get double the score. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can get some really really crazy points, but yeah, that that, that game's great. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. It's not on PlayStation, but yeah, we played um, cornhole. Yeah. Which was fun. Ladder balls, fun. Those are real life video games. Yeah, I don't know if there's video game I don't versions think of them, <laughs> but I don't know if they'd be that fun. I, I am almost certain there is a video game version of cornhole tucked Probably. in something. There's, there's got to be some like real bad version on Steam somewhere or something. Probably. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised Grand Theft Auto doesn't have cornhole. Yeah, yeah, me too. But yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Not too long now until the big day, though. Nope. Not long at all. Mm. Coming up quick. Yeah. Time's going too fast, man. I can't believe we're almost halfway through April. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. E3, like, two months yeah. away. A little less than two months now. Yeah, definitely. It'll be here before you know it. Um, but yeah. PlayStation games. Yeah, video, video games. games, video games, video games. We tried to play some video games last night. Well, we tried to play a video game that didn't work out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Borderlands is having issues with its matchmaking, which I, I actually put that in one of the stories, but we don't really have to go over that. Uh, we can just talk about it here. Yeah, we tried to play Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, the re-released version on PlayStation 4. And couldn't connect, so instead we played Borderlands 2 together. Yeah. Those games are a little bit... There are some things that are dated about the Borderlands games. Yes. Such as how long it takes to get to certain things. Yes. That is something, you know, playing a lot more of the first game, playing, getting back to playing Borderlands 2, that... Uh, it definitely is something that's not very modern about Borderlands is the fast travel situation. Um, kind of stinks. Yeah. For sure. Especially when you are trying to go take on one boss and you have to just run through so much shit to get there mm-hmm. only to maybe fail very quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the checkpoint isn't that close. Like yeah. that's, that stuff sucks. That's something... 
I really hope is improved in three. Yeah, they they've had plenty of time to learn to look at other games. I hope, I yeah. hope. Yeah, they can. Uh, like I don't that mind out. the area sizes of Borderlands or Borderlands Two, but just how you get around those areas, I think, can be greatly improved. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking just driving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And speaking of driving, like playing a lot of the first Borderlands, man, not good. And no. I, I know it's pretty similar to Borderlands 2, but in Borderlands 1, you get stuck on shit a lot. Yeah, and there's no way to just get unstuck. You have to yes. fucking go back to yes. another vehicle spawning point. Yeah, and it it really stinks. Um, with Borderlands 1, I'm level 20, took out Sledge, about to leave Firestone. I've done everything in Firestone. Nice. All the side quests and stuff, so that's where I'm at, but you're... I started DLCs. my second one. Yeah. I well, I thought I was going to do all the DLC stuff, but then I realized, oh shit, I'm overleveled for all this. I might as well wait until my second playthrough to do the DLC so I actually get stuff that matters. Mm. Because honestly, the only the only thing I was getting out of the DLCs at that point was the story stuff, which I'm not sure that the story is all that strong in any of the Borderlands stuff, really. It, the DLCs, at least. like The, fr- in, yeah. in the first game? Yeah. 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 The fr- I mean, the f- overall, I think the first game story really mm-hmm. isn't that good. I've never played DLCs, but I can see it not being that good. That's something that they did definitely improve in, too, mm-hmm. is the storytelling. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's... I I will play more Borderlands, but I should probably stop playing so much Borderlands. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Short, short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, it, also, I mean, the first game isn't overly long, it feels like. I yeah. don't know. I mean, if, I've never played Well, if you mainline thing. it, like, just, just for example, like, I just started my uh, playthrough 2 on my Borderlands 1 character. And I'm already, well, I was skipping the side stuff because I was overleveled for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was skipping side stuff until I get to stuff similar to my level. So I'm already at New Haven. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can run through. So, like, if bad. outside of the optional stuff, like, which you kind of have to do in your first playthrough to maintain your level, uh, to stay, stay current with what the story missions are. Um, but if that's not an issue, like, in my situation, you can get through a lot of the story mm-hmm. stuff really quickly. Yeah. It's almost looking like two is almost the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never like kind of just ran through two, but uh, you and I decided to start our true vault hunter mode, which is basically a new game plus. And uh, I feel like we got through a chunk of that game very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I imagine when we go back to it, we'll just keep rolling through it until yeah. it actually until it a like challenge. hits hits our level. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it was really awesome to get back to playing Borderlands uh, co-op. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite co-op experiences, just shooting stuff, getting loot, you know, leveling up. Um, it was awesome to get back to our characters in Borderlands too, because I feel like we got some pretty fucking awesome characters with some I awesome had to fucking weapons. solo that one boss for the, a lot that of that true. fight. That is true. Yeah, so before we started our new game plus we decided to go around try a lot of the the invincibles ra- yeah, yeah. And they're actually technically called raid bosses mm-hmm. you know they're not you know gigantic raids but they're the equivalent of that and um we took the first what two out yeah really easily and then there's one called uh um god the pete no, no, Pete was the first one we got. Okay. It's like McGee the Invincible or something like that. Oh, uh, something like that, um, yeah. And you can't 
actually damage him by shooting him. You have to kill these worms and then run, uh, and then kind of trick him to run through this corrosive damage that's around the whole arena, and eventually the whole arena basically becomes that. So it's, I think it's if you kill too many of the worms, it yeah, does that. I uh, think yeah, I think that's that's the mistake we were making. But I managed to fucking just muscle through it with my gun zerker since I had so much health regen right. on my ultimate. Mm-hmm. And then I just whittle, I whittle down a worm just in case I go down and yeah. then kill it and get back up. Right. Yeah, I got I got taken out. But yeah, you you, you came in pretty clutch because I think I died and there was like half health left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it takes a long time. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was fun. It was actually all coming back to me. I have killed all those before mm-hmm. uh, back on the 360 version. Um I kind of got ran through it with someone. I mean, I was a high level and I was doing damage and stuff, but he was deep into his new game plus mode. And you can go back and forth between modes. Um, so when we're beyond uh, 50 or whatever, we could technically go back to normal and yeah, probably just crush those them. guys if we felt like it. Um, I know some of them didn't have trophies to them, but I remember taking out the one that we couldn't do in the Hammerlocks DLC. Yeah, we had to keep, keep the chief alive, which is pretty tough, um, only because of that aspect. Um, but I do remember taking out the dragons very vaguely, but the dragons in the Tina's DLC, they're pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, we walked in there and got destroyed in like two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> is those things are really cool though. I hope I hope there's a some more equivalent of that in in Borderlands. Too, yeah, because because they're fun to do. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just they're great games. I, you can see that, like, I think since even the Handsome Collection came out, I mean. This was the first time uh, my save said like May of 2015 for Borderlands 2. Mm. So it's been a long time since we played that game. And so many games have come out. Obviously, Games of Service has really evolved like Destiny and the Division 2, stuff like that. So um, you see what a modern take is going back to it. Borderlands mm-hmm. isn't Borderlands it is, is more of like it's more of an FPS Diablo yeah exactly but there are things that have not as aged as well like mm-hmm. the driving like the fast travel but it still feels good to play to me yeah it's still yeah. enjoy it getting some zany weapons man I mean that's kind of what it's all about yeah I can't wait till I I, I want to wait shit. until I max level so I can use my skull keys on the chest because it it seems pointless to do it before your max level yeah. because the stuff will like it'll phase out eventually. Also, we did some of the headhunter packs. Mm-hmm. Never did those, so those were like holiday free DLCs, pretty small, but um, like they're cool for sure. I think I would have enjoyed them if there was a little bit more of a challenge mm-hmm. there. We we're getting some out of it, so eventually I'd like to play them when we're. If we hopped into one now, I'd be curious what the level would be. Mm. And if we could even hop into it, you know, in our uh, true vault hunter right now. I don't yeah. Know. So we'll see. Borderlands fun. So before three comes out, I want to finish Borderlands one and uh, definitely do the pre-sequels DLC just because we never did that. And fuck it. Play more Borderlands too. Yeah. I just want to be playing the Borderlands because it's fun. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah, they're. I am excited to see what they do with Borderlands. Yeah, this year. Me too. Um, other things I played. So, continuing with old games, I finished Spyro Two. 
So finished all levels. Good. Ripped out. I just have two trophies left. Um, so basically I have all the gems and, and orbs. Um, I need to go get super flame, which is one of the trophies. And then I can cheese the other one, Hmm. which is basically, I have to defeat this boss sort of enemy without getting hit by these bombs and it's on an ice rink and that does not control well. And the camera is at an awful angle, Hmm. really awful design. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, it is an old game, but, uh, so it makes it kind of tricky to judge where the bombs are actually going. But if you have super flame, apparently you can cheese the shit out of it. So that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. So hopefully we'll platinum that game soon, but it's a fine game. It's just, there's some really, uh, awful things about it. Um, why don't you talk about your next game? I'm going to save my cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I played a little bit more of Sekiro. Uh, if you remember last time I talked about this, I was stopped uh, just before PAX at a sort of a diverging path where one path was a boss and another was a mini boss. I beat the boss in the one area and the mini boss, and I've advanced into the Ashina Castle area uh, where. I have found another two mini-bosses that seem to be a pain in the ass. Well, one more than the other. Uh, There's this one guy who has a spear, a big guy with a spear. Uh, I think I can beat him. I've gotten pretty close a number of times, but I I put the game down so I don't get too frustrated. Um, But yeah, I beat the Lady Butterfly is one of the bosses, and the other one, the mini-boss, was called the Blazing Bull. Um I actually, like, I was surprised at how quickly I managed to take down the bull because it was giving me a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that that was the one I was going to get stuck on. Um, I beat the butter- Lady Butterfly after, like, maybe ten attempts, which isn't that bad considering the run was pretty short between that and the sculpt- what the idol, the sculpture thing, which takes place, the place of the bonfires. It was a short run between that and the boss there. Uh, so, yeah. I am I I fucking love that game. It is it feels fantastic to play. It looks really cool. All the animation is really cool in it. Uh I will say on a base PlayStation 4, I can see where people are frustrated because there is a little bit of hitching. Mm-hmm. Um This game might be too good for the PlayStation 4, <laughs> at least the base model. I'm still running my launch model PlayStation 4. I think in a weird way we're starting to get to that point where PS4 is getting pretty fucking maxed out, at least the base model. Yeah, you know, yeah. I noticed it also, and I've I, I've mentioned it with about a couple of other games too, like uh, FIFA 19. It was doing that. Um, it does it sometimes in Assassin's Creed for me. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I I love Sekiro. I want to keep playing it. It's it's just a fantastic game. Uh, I wish you played more of it so I could talk about some stuff that's in that yeah. game with you. But honestly, I'm I'm think I might play some more tomorrow because I have a half day because I have so much shit to do. Um, but I might have some time tomorrow. I think awesome. I'm going to try to take the chained ogre out and keep moving on. Yeah, it's yeah. It honestly at this point I'm comfortable in saying that this might be a game of the year contender for me Hmm. because I I just love how it plays so much from what I've heard like people that have 
you know, gotten deep into that game or finished it. Like they, most people are saying it's a game of the year contender, but I think just it's difficulty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It might be a thing that, that hurts it just because, um, not everybody's going to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Like a God of war or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I've been, I kept on playing, uh, uh, F1 2018 uh, with my wheel setup. It's just, I, I love doing that. I, I raced the, uh, I did the Singapore Grand Prix and managed to come in first thanks to my strategy mm. because I, I managed to do that on uh, one stop actually, managing my tires. Right on. Managed to uh, just outlast everyone and, man- and uh, win that race. Cool. You win the championship. Yeah, I'm I'm in the lead for the championship right now. Nice, it's awesome. Yeah, it's I think it's it's a fantastic game. It it feels good to drive. Um, I, I running a custom setup from the Steam Workshop uh, for my wheel. It makes it a lot more sensitive uh, for the steering, like it should be. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's good stuff. Sweet. I played some Apex Legends. Yeah. Over the weekend, I played two matches and I won both of them. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I can't play that game anymore just because just saying like the last two matches I played, I won. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I know. I was just itching for it and, and hopped in. And the first match, um, third person left like immediately. And so it was just me and this other guy and... Uh, yeah, we, we made it all the way to the end. He took out nine people. I took out one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did a lot of damage, so I'll, I'll say that, but, uh, he, he got the finishing on, on a lot of them, but man, the, the ending was just really fucking intense. And I thought at any moment we were dead because we were, uh, basically there was a rock. I forget what area we were around, but there was like this rock. It wasn't a tall rock. And, uh, there was the, uh, God, what I'm thinking, like the big chests sort of things. Um, and so we hopped up there and we, we looted it and then just saw these other two guys there and uh, across the way, bam, 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 took, took them out. I'm not in a good spot. We don't have a lot of great cover. And then here comes another team right behind the one that we just took out. And uh, I knew there was one guy left and he fucking tricked me. And I, I knew he, he was left and I was moving in on him. I'm bloodhound. So I, I pinged him, uh, and I'm like, okay, there he is. There he is. And I turned the corner and he fucking ran all the way around this other fucking rock and shot me in the back. So now I'm down. Uh, and then this guy I was playing with was just fucking good, man. And mm-hmm. he, he got him. It was, it was crazy. Uh, the end of those, those games are so good. And then the next match I played, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm with a guy who's apparently pretty good. His stats were pretty good. There's another one. Uh, we started off just fucking terrible. I mean, we dropped... God, I'm just... I'm really bad with the names on, on the map. Uh, it's a pretty favorable place to drop because um, you kind of... You drop down... You, you can enter on either side of this place and then you go downstairs there's like labs almost on every side oh you're talking about bunker bunker 
Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking of. So we dropped there. There was a team that dropped literally right in front of us. And I'm like, mm. fuck, they got all the guns already. I I, find, I found one uh, sniper rifle and I'm like, shit, my other two teammates ran into the bunker. Somehow they they took all those the team out and it was one on one with the other team and it, me and this guy fucking had me. I was so screwed on health and I just was like, screw it. Came around the corner, popped him in the head, and and got him. That was my only kill the whole match. But I was like, yeah, cool. And uh, so later in the match, me and my other teammate went down. Um, this guy, he was so fucking good. So we went down the first time. He uh, later revived us at a, at a station. And I dropped down, and I'm immediately gunned down again. And the other guy on our team that died with me, he doesn't last too long either. Mm. So I'm like, oh my God, we are so fucking screwed. This guy fights multiple teams at once and takes out almost everybody. Took out probably through two or three people and picked up our tags while outside of the circle for minutes. He yeah. like didn't even care. I've never really seen anyone do this. Well, I guess if you're smart and you and you have uh, the right health and shields, you might you can pull that off. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's just staying in the circle, but chasing all these guys down, popping them. Um, Jesus. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that, that was pretty impressive. Got revived again. Uh, right at the end of the match, but I, I was useless. This and this guy just took took the rest of him out. He had fourteen kills. Wow! I had one. The other guy on our team had one. <laughs> he almost took out a quarter of the field. I know. I know. It was it was pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I won both matches. Uh, how well I uh, participated and helped our team. It's up for debate. Mm-hmm. I wasn't completely useless. Hmm. But I got, I just got matched with some really good people. It's pretty cool to watch good people at that game. Yeah. So. Mm, your cat's freaking out, man. She is freaking out. Mm. I think someone's home probably. She always freaks out when the garage door goes off. Oh, all right. Wow. It's just, it sounds like she's in pain. I know. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. So. Uh, yeah. Anything else? I think that's all that I have played. Yeah, uh, that's all I've played on PlayStation. I have been putting some more time into Satisfactory. Um, it's in beta on the Epic Games Store right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy that game. I started up a different factory once I realized how inefficient my first one was. Mm-hmm. And now I... God, it is just... It is a thing of beauty when you have all your conveyors put pump, pumping just the right amount of resources into each of your things, so... Oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's satisfying. It's the most math I've done since high school, but it's, it's satisfying, so satisfying. Huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> Are you getting uh, satisfaction from playing the game? Yes, I am. Absolutely. <laughs> it, mm. it, it's it's a great game, and I, I hope it does come to consoles, because I, I think uh, th- I think more people need to play games like this. It's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I guess outside of that, there's nothing more to talk about on the playing games front. There is, however, big news this week. And you noticed it last night. I changed my PSN name. Yeah. Now I have all my handles unified. Yep. 
And it was pretty easy to do. I just go on to... I, I did it through the browser. I just went to my account and changed it right there. Okay. Uh, so right now, you can change your PSN name. The first change is free. Changes after that are about 10 bucks. Okay. Um, they have a list of games that were tested beforehand. I'm actually going to open this up. Uh, games with no known issues. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Of note, I think we have. Shit, I w- hmm, hmm. Call of Duty. I, you know, actually, it doesn't actually have the newest Call of Duty under there. Weird. Um, Destiny Two is completely unaffected, which is a big oh. one under there. I'm just, I'm just trying to look for some multiplayer stuff in here. Um. Uh, Elite Dangerous. I know people out there love that. The F1 games. Uh, FIFA 18 is unaffected. Uh, like they have, they have a good resource list under their uh, FAQ that they posted up on the PlayStation blog. So just go test out that list of uh, tested games uh, for the PlayStation name change before you do that. Um, yeah, I am. The day has finally come. Yeah. You can finally change your fucking PSN name. Yeah. How long has it been that people have been asking for this? Yeah. And I guess now that they figured this out, Sony is also automatically changing offensive PlayStation usernames. Yeah. So I guess uh, when you have a name that is bad, they will change your name to Temp and a bunch of numbers. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, that I guess that's that's better than just completely banning someone. Yeah banning Absolutely. someone's account because then you lose access to everything you bought yeah and just don't make a stupid name you know so many people made bad names and they were like please let me change my name so don't change your name to a stupid name yeah I be changed hmm. by sony that just doesn't make any sense yeah um yeah i mean it's awesome that this this is finally a thing um psn wasn't really built for this um Sony didn't really think people would want to do this, which is hilarious. So, so many people were tied to just awful names for a long time, and now you can finally change it. Mm, yeah. Just one step forward. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if there are any reports going forward of shit going yeah. bad, but... And honestly, it's another, you know, who knows how, how many times it would happen, but it is a moneymaker in a way for Sony. Yeah. You know, I guess so. How much they make, who knows? But it's it's kind of free money. In a way. I guess so. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, speaking of the PlayStation Network, we have numbers for the top downloads on the PlayStation Store. Uh, Tyler, you want to read us down the top 10 PlayStation 4 games of March? Let's do it. Pull it up there. Uh, number 10. FIFA 19, 9, Rainbow Six Siege, 8, Far Cry New Dawn, 7, Minecraft, 6, NBA 2K19, 5, Grand Theft Auto 5, mm-hmm. uh, 4, Devil May Cry 5, 3, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, 2, MLB The Show 19, and number 1, The Division 2. All right. No real surprises for me on that list. Yeah. Uh, cool to see Sekiro so high being a difficult game as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we all expected the Division 2 to be the top seller. Yes. 
I agree. I, the, I think the one that's kind of surprising to me is Far Cry New Dawn. Um, that's because it seemed like people weren't too hot on that game and it came out uh, towards the end of February, but mm. hey, there you go. Far Cry is a popular series. Yeah. Uh, I guess I could do VR here. Uh, number 10, they only have... They they do they no longer have the PlayStation Three list up here. Okay, honestly, they should have gotten rid of that list yeah. a long time ago. Um, I'm not sure if I'm just now noticing it or if it's been gone. You know what? I think it has been for a little while now. Okay, but as for the VR, uh, Borderlands Two VR is number ten. Number nine, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Eight, Surgeon Simulator. Seven, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Six, Gun Club VR. Five, PlayStation VR Worlds. Four, Arizona Sunshine. Three, Superhot VR. Two, Job Simulator. And at number one, Beat Saber. Cool. Number one free-to-play game was Apex Legends. Take number four from Fortnite. Number one Vita game, second Daxter Collection. PS4 themes, that Division 2 dynamic theme. I have to check that out. Oh. I got the Sekiro dynamic theme. Can you buy that? Um, Is that a pre-order thing? I think that might have been a pre-order thing, but I think they also have a free one. Mm. Okay. I like it a lot because it has the Sekiro sound effects for when you move when you move around the menus, and Sekiro sound effects are really fucking yeah. good. Soundtrack in that game is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really under. Uh, I think an underrated aspect of the game. Yeah. Uh, of course. Rockstar is owning the top PlayStation Classic spots in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and Bully being one and two. Um, yeah. Right on. Those are the games, and we have more numbers about Sekiro. It seems to be doing very well, at least in its first ten days. It has sold two million copies. Wow. Uh, let's see. I. Hmm. It doesn't have any comparison to how it is to uh, their other From Software games, but uh, it seems pretty strong. I man, more people need to give it a try. I just hope, I hope an easy mode happens for people who need to play it that yeah. way. Yeah, I mean it's awesome that it's that's selling so well. I mean it's in a way a different game. Uh, from Bloodborne and Dark Souls, so it's cool that people are still still into it. Mm-hmm. I'm just I wonder what's next from from software. Like that's always the question. Like they always put out something pretty cool, and then it's always like, when are they going to return to Mechs? When are they going to do Mechs? Mm. When is Mech Souls going to happen? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think they would be fucking nuts to not do a sequel to Bloodborne. Oh yeah, that absolutely has to happen at some point. Yeah, uh, I, you know, whether that's a PlayStation exclusive still or not, I don't know. But uh, that game did very well and is very uh, well regarded. Yeah. So they'd be crazy to not do a sequel to that one. Mm. It'll happen. Yeah, it will. Um, speaking on the subject of easy modes and accessibility. A lot of people out there are really mad about what other people wanting an easy mode. Uh, kind of ridiculous. Hmm. People also coming at others for on PC using Cheat Engine on Sekiro to make the game easier. Hmm. 
A meme has been born out of it. You have not. You've cheated, not only the game but yourself. You've you seen that running around? No, oh my god, it is ridiculous. Um, but uh, we had a a uh, well known person out there, Corey Balrog of uh, God of War fame, uh, come out to defend accessibility in video games, which should be. Uh, should be praised. Uh, So he said in a series of tweets, accessibility has never and will never be a compromise to my vision. This addressing certain gamers who think that accessibility is not compatible with the artist's vision in a video game. Mm -hmm. Um, He continues on, to me, accessibility does not exist in contradistinction to anyone's creative vision, but rather it is an essential aspect of any experience you wish to be enjoyed by the greatest number of humans as possible. Uh, Sorry to all the llamas. This is just not for them. Llamas don't play video games. But yeah, it's it's cool. Um, Cool to see some... uh, top-level leadership out there who just in support of accessibility in games. And accessibility is more than just easy mode, of course, but also, like, sometimes games do need to be easier for people to enjoy them. Um, mm. And I hope th- I hope something comes around for Sekiro uh, because I, I would love to see a large number of people see what's in that game. Absolutely. I mean, I understand that, you know, the, the feeling of accomplishment in any of these from software games is, is the thing that drives a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't drive everybody, you know what I mean? And, in 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 easy mode, I, I just, I fall on the, on the, in the camp that an easy mode would not, uh, take away from Sekiro. Yeah. And it shouldn't like, like it wouldn't like you should, you should mind your own business about how people play their games. Like, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck if someone else played it on easy? Like, who cares? Like, yeah. you you can play it the way you want. They can play it the way they want, and you can all be happy with your experience with the game. You don't have to be mad about other people experiencing a game differently. Yeah, and also, I mean, there's the whole, um, you know, side of people that that just can't play normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we do that that would have a really hard time ex- experiencing a game like Sekiro um, and and I understand that you know there's there's the, the side of not everything uh, not every game needs to be made for someone like that um, there there is that but to me to me I fall in the camp of every from software game to me looks so fucking cool and it looks like just an, an incredible thing. And I, I'm, I'm not one where I find it to be a lot of fun to just constantly slam your head against the boss for a long, 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 long time. I, I, I do enjoy, uh, giving it a, a fair shot, but that's just something that I don't find too appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially I, I would be more willing to, slam my head against something with a friend than I would by myself. I just, I don't know. I get way more frustrated by myself than I, <laughs> I do play with someone else. So to me, like, I just want to see the game. I want to experience it and, and have, have a good time. And honestly, I think the, 
the way it could work is how um, the Celeste creator uh, uh, outlined. He just had some some high level mm-hmm. thoughts on what they could do. And and when you talk about accessibility in a difficult game, I think Celeste is a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. Just that you can slow the game down and, and do all sorts of different stuff without really taking away from the experience. You can kind of tailor it to how you, you want in a way, you know what I mean? You can make it as hard as you want, which is also kind of the normal difficulty. But if you're having trouble with certain things, you can, there's, there's some options that you can do, uh, once you dig into it. But he said, uh, if Sekiro had a Celeste style assist mode, combat speed 50 to a hundred percent, um, sets game speed while enemies are aggroed resurrections plus one or infinite uh invisible while sneaking infinite posture uh invincible while healing yourself with the gourd like things like that i think could go a long way and i think would actually be the way that i would almost want an easier difficulty in sakura to, to be you know what i mean hmm. i i think you know, those sorts of options could, could be very beneficial to having more people be able to play the game. But yeah, I understand there is a portion of, you know, I don't know. There's a portion of people out there that are just like, get good. They're, they're called assholes, Tyler. (laughs) You can, you can say it. They're called assholes. There are assholes out there who play these kinds of games uh, exclusively because they can say that they're better than other people, and that is a shitty way to look at video games, mm-hmm. because video games should be about having fun, not proving that you're better than someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and Bayonetta is a game, Bayonetta 2 specifically, is a game that um, I think is a difficult game. It's not a From Software-like game, but it's not a walk in the park either, and they had a very... Uh, interesting like assist mode um, that made the game incredibly easy for anyone that just wanted to play it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and no one can complain about that really yeah. I, I don't I don't know yeah, it, it's a complicated thing with the community that built up around from software games uh, when they created something unique uh, with Demon Souls and eventually Dark Souls, like, it's just a, it's a thing that's been building over years, and it yeah. it needs to be addressed in a in a way. Yeah, and and I also don't, um, you know, more and more people play games all the time, mm-hmm. and yeah, not every experience needs to be for everyone, um, but at the same time, accessibility isn't something that should be completely ignored. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you should want to have accessibility features in your game, you know, whether it's an easier difficulty, different um, assist, or something like that, to have people experience your game. Because ultimately, that's kind of what... I would think that's what, what you would want. Yeah, it, a creator should want people to experience their creation. And if people quit after like an hour or two of your game, that's like maybe 30 hours long or something, whatever. I don't know the exact length of Sekiro or something. Like, if you want people to experience the whole thing, like it's... Yeah. People people don't make games for you to not finish them. They want, they want you right. to finish games. Yeah, and, and like uh, kind of an argument that I heard as well of, of and it might might be a little bit different, but it's an accessibility sort of thing of like, um, 
you know, an artist in a video game isn't going to change what colors or whatever, uh, specifically for just colorblind people. Um, they're going to create what they want to create, but you know, on the back end, they might have a colorblind assist mode that might change some of the visuals to make it so that people that are colorblind can, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy the experience still. But the, you know, the vast majority, um, you know, they're going to experience it how it was intended. You know what I mean? That's that's an assist thing that, you know, I I think a lot of games recently have had like colorblind modes. And I think that that sort of shit's awesome mm-hmm. to see. So, yeah, All yeah, right. we'll see. I, I I do think that the conversation of accessibility in in games is just going to keep growing. I think it's also just going to keep getting better. Yeah, because I think. As the conversation grows, it just becomes almost like a checklist thing mm-hmm. of, you know, we got it. We got get this in our game, that in our game, that in our game as accessibility features. Yeah. So people can experience it. All right. Well, enough on that. Let's uh, move on to more Borderlands talk. We, uh, of course, talked about our excitement for Borderlands 3, but Borderlands 3 seems that there's some there's a little dispute going on right now there's going to be a returning character from tales from the borderlands reese the main character uh, the protagonist that you actually play as um is coming back in borderlands 3 but apparently troy baker is not voicing him and there's a bit of a dispute about whose fault that is um, Troy citing that he he does <clears throat> here's a quote I don't agree with Gearbox on how they're handling it I really want Gearbox to know if that they're going to bring characters bring back characters from Tales from the Borderlands it should be with the people who originated the characters they shouldn't just recast willy nilly because as a fan that matters to me um, but Randy Pitchford suggests that uh troy baker actually turned down the role at least that's what hit what randy says the audio director has told him um so i'm not sure what the truth is here honestly i don't really care who voices reese no. it doesn't have to be troy baker honestly like I, it, yeah i i also wonder what sort of role reese plays in the game anyways yeah you know if he plays a small role then maybe it doesn't matter yeah, um, but I, I think something was lost here, for sure. Um, yeah, maybe maybe some kind of go between sort of thing that didn't really uh, get communicated on either side. You know, the sides that are important. But I mean, it does stink in a way. I thought Troy Baker as Reese was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I like Troy Baker and I like Reese's character in Tales from the Borderlands. So it sucks. It's not going to be there, but who knows. Yeah, I don't you know. It's a minor thing that game. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll probably get the truth somewhere. Jason Schreier's probably going to dig and find the truth sometime. <laughs> He's going to just like he always does, just digging his nose around in all this dirt. Yeah. The most recent one, I don't know if you read that about Dragon Age 4. Oh no, I haven't not yet. Mm. Just uh kind of where the development is of that, mm. why it got restarted, where it's at, sort of thing. It's a pretty interesting read. Mm. All right. Well, Destiny 2, a game that, man, we haven't mentioned. We haven't played in a while, at least together. I don't know about you playing no, it on your own. I haven't. But there's an event coming, uh, a spring event, uh, that seems to have some interesting things. 
Um, I saw like these ornaments that you can put on yourself. Uh, it's yeah, they're they do some pretty cool cosmetic stuff with these events, and I'm curious. It's from April 16th to May 6th. Um, almost seems they're doing something very similar to the Halloween event. Yeah. In a way of... Just a different up, theme. Yeah, you go up against five bosses fighting against a clock, but the more rooms you clear, the the more time you'll have against the bosses. And it's um, seems like it's probably... In, it's in the Verdant Forest, which is probably a take on the Infinite Forest. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that's kind of a procedurally generated sort of thing that, that they have. Yeah. It seems neat. They I don't remember them doing this event. I think this is the first yeah, time they've they, done it before, yep. so... Tower looks neat. Yeah. Might have to pop in just to check it out. Yeah. Looks bright and colorful. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, other things happening to games as a service. Hitman 2. Uh, there's a content roadmap for Hitman 2. Uh, finally have some details here. I'm going to open up this image if it lets me. Um, which it doesn't seem to be. Let me open it in a new tab. There it is. Um, in the spring, there's going to be a new map for the sniper mode, uh, Hantu Port. Uh, you'll be able to unlock a flamingo costume, unlock El Matador, whatever that is. There's some unlocks. There's ghost mode in Santa Fortuna, which is the multiplayer thing that we should probably try to play. Mm-hmm. New items and emotes, uh, a theme, spring break which I'm not sure what all this is, really. The themes. Hmm. Yeah, sounds uh, like just special events. Yep. It's one of them. Summer, there's a new location coming out, the bank. Ooh. Uh, a special assignment, uh, em- Embrace of the Serpent, which is a mission. Another mission, a special assignment, Illusions of Grandeur, the theme, Jungle Summer. And then in the fall, there's a huge amount of stuff happening. If you notice, though, a lot of it's tied to if you bought the gold edition of the game. I believe I did. So if you bought the gold edition, uh, such as the resort location in the fall, um, that's specifically for that other special assignments. Uh, Seems like all the themes are free. Some of the maps are, you know, the, the bank mission... This new sniper map, that's for uh, Silver Editions as well. Hmm. Um, I wonder if you'll be able to just buy this stuff. Yeah. Actually, I, w- I would imagine you could maybe if you wanted the new levels. Hmm. Uh, it's just cool to see uh, Hitman 2 getting a lot of new content. Yeah, awesome to see uh, IO finding success with that game after leaving Square Enix really interesting though like they managed to pry the hitman ip out of there yeah i just i just wonder what square enix if they went um if they were kind of like we don't know who could make hitman as good as io if we kept this ip you know it just doesn't Mm -hmm. really fit into what we're hoping to do over the next x amount of years so then they just gave it to io you just don't see that happening too often i mean the biggest case of that happening is Bungie and Destiny. You know what I mean? Bungie being able yeah. to keep Destiny is a wild thing. Um, yeah. I think it makes sense, though. 
uh, some things that I'm not sure if they make sense. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Fallout 76, getting some new microtransactions and their repair kits, which okay. is the first gameplay impacting microtransaction in that game. Mm. So what this will do is actually just save you time uh, scavenging for uh, parts and stuff to repair your items. I guess the impact is small. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid this opens the door to uh, more impactful stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Well, how so- how soon does that turn into buying loot boxes full of like randomized gear? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, of course, this uses the bottle cap, uh, or no, the atom. Uh, shop uh, which I believe you can earn atoms in game okay. through in game challenges uh, don't quote me on that I'm pretty sure that's the case though at least since I last played it I need to get back into it since they started putting out new stuff I haven't played Fallout 76 um, yeah I mean before they did say that there wouldn't be any um game impacting microtransactions and stuff so this this does kind of stink um but uh, i mean it isn't the worst thing in the world i guess Mm -hmm. i just hope that uh with the selling of uh repair kits that it doesn't change the rate of resources available in the game right therefore pushing you towards those repair kits rather than just scavenging and repairing your stuff yourself yeah i wonder how well this game is doing from a microtransaction standpoint. Yeah, we haven't seen any numbers, stuff. which suggests. Well, I'm not sure how Bethesda would. Bethesda hasn't really released numbers on their other big games. Uh, like, I, I haven't seen stuff from Elder Scrolls Online or Legends suggesting like how their microtransactions are doing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um. All right, final news item here. Apex Legends. Uh, They're testing punishments for frequent quitters, is the headline here. Uh, They accidentally did this in a patch, Mm. and then they patched it out. But they're testing internally on how to punish people who are quitting early. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it is, I, it is an issue with the game. Yeah, I think. people quitting as soon as they're like, as soon as they're dead, and not like, yeah, not even giving you a chance to pick up their beacon and doing that. Like, I understand if like your beacon's expired, there's no point in sticking around. Yes, exactly. But just to uh, give up or just to be an ass and leave, like that stuff sucks. Yeah. So, and it is an issue with the game. So I think some sort of sort of fix for that is good apparently what they were testing is a five minute cooldown between matches if you quit uh, mid-match three times mm. wonder how long that gets if you keep quitting <laughs> yeah i i hope it gets a very long um yeah and i hope they have some sort of way to i don't know to see 
if like di- like how they handle disconnects like see mm-hmm. if internet problems come up yeah because because that stuff's not very fair mm-hmm. if you get kicked just because of your connection i mean quite honestly i would make it 10 minutes first time mm-hmm. can't play for 10 minutes i think five minutes is a little too short um, just don't be a turd just stick around stick around lessons. see what happens yeah and it's a game that i think is really easy and quite honestly shockingly enjoyable to play um by yourself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think out of all the battle royales it's by far the best to play by yourself um well i guess there are solo modes yeah in the other ones but i need to test out team atmosphere i think between now and next week i will test out that battlefield thing Mm, okay there's also a new um blackout map I thought they just added a location. No, I thought it's a whole huh. map called Alcatraz. I'll Apparently have to see to that. Respawn a few multiple times. Hmm. It's a smaller map, apparently. So okay, try that out too. All right, Apex is so good. Yeah, it is. Um. Okay. Well, we've gotten to that part of the show where there are new games out this week whole mm, not mm, too mm, bad mm, it's been bigger yeah that's what she said i guess so uh tyler tell us about this first one here boy okay airport simulator 2019 you are the manager of a major international airport gradually you will earn experience and your airport will grow new runways and gates will be added and larger planes will arrive no time to rest great let's look something up quick Mm. oh awesome mm, constructor plus on playstation 4 in this town, you've got to think big. Take on the role of a budding property manager, uh, property developer, and build yourself up from a minor league housing crook to interplanetary property tycoon, wheeling, dealing, and thieving all the way. Seems like your kind of game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, dangerous Driving on PS4, digital and retail. Dangerous Driving is a game about the sort of driving you want to do when no one else is looking. The game gives you a chance to live out that fantasy. To floor in to floor it in everyday cars at high speeds, weaving in and out of traffic and slamming the other cars right off the roads. So this is uh burnout, old school burnout essentially from um Three Fields Entertainment and they've made Dangerous Golf. Um what was the other one? They, they they made one that's basically the crash mode for burnout. That's all. Yeah. I forget. Uh, danger zone. Yeah. That's what danger it's called. Zone. Um, so now this They've is made like, two danger zones. Yeah. So now this is like the racing aspect. Um, but I don't think it has just the crash mode in it. Like, I feel like they're building to yeah. having slamming both together and basically making burnout without making burnout. But I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. It looks like one of those games. I uh, I'm gonna just check the price on this. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. It's yeah. not bad. No. Um, of course, I don't know why, but when I clicked on the link in the PlayStation blog, it brought me to the uh, the the Great Britain store mm. version. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
I'm not, I, I don't live there. That's not my price, but whatever. Uh, I was looking up if Airport Simulator was made by the Farming Simulator people. No. No. Apparently, these people have a game close to it, I guess, called Farmer's Dynasty. Oh, great. In Traffic Giant. Mm. Hotel Giant 2. Great. Just okay. fantastic. So cool. All right. Well... The next game here releasing this week is Dark Quest 2 on the PlayStation 4. Dark Quest 2 is a turn-based RPG where you control a party of heroes on your epic quest to defeat the evil sorcerer and his minions. Each map is designed to test your party's strength, courage, and sanity as you go deeper and deeper into the castle seeking the evil sorcerer. All right. Next up is Earth Defense Force Iron Rain on PS4. Year 2040, an action TPS where you will become one of the EDF soldiers and fight against the invaders from outer space which ruin the world. More than 50 missions and 5 difficulties. Wait your challenge. Earth Defense Force, trucking along. Yeah, but this one's a full $60 game and it doesn't look like <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Uh... VR is here this week in Falcon Age. Uh, Falcon Age is a first-person single-player action adventure as Ara learned to hunt, gather, and fight to reclaim her cultural legacy in the lost art of falcon hunting against a force of automated colonizers. Bond with a baby falcon and go on an adventure. All right. This game seems neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost 1.0 on PS4. A mysterious agent capable of becoming a digital ghost sneaks aboard the Nakamura Space Station. This is where the fun begins. The station is well protected uh, with its heavy defenses, never-ending arsenal of weapons, mysterious artifacts. It will have to be destroyed. Speaking of space, did you see the picture of the black hole? Yes, I did. It's exciting. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Just black holes blow my fucking mind. I don't know. It's just so hard to imagine that there's something out there that large that's just destroying everything. Yeah. What happens when you go into it? You probably just get torn apart. Yeah. (laughs) I know. But it's just crazy that that exists. Mm. Fuck. Like, I almost just want to see one up close. No, you don't. Dude, like, have you seen the movie Interstellar? Yes, I've seen the movie Interstellar. Dope. That was dope. It shit is horrifying. It's <laughs> oh, cool. Next up this week is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy All right. on PlayStation 4. Become Phoenix Wright and experience the thrill of battle as you fight to save your innocent clients in the court of law. Play all 14 episodes spanning the first three games in one gorgeous collection. Solve the intriguing mysteries behind each case and witness the final truth for yourself. These games seem pretty cool. And they were on uh, DS and 3DS. Yeah. Uh, For a long time. And now they're on console. Railroads on PS4. There was once a princess named uh, Light. Lena. Lena. Yeah. Can't speak. There was once a princess named Lena in a magical kingdom sent far from home by an evil witch's spell. Traveled together with the princess, save her, 
the beauty of her kingdom, make new friends, and overcome obstacles together to break the cruel spell and return home. Alright, here we go. Shadowgate is the next game on the list here. Shadowgate is one of the most beloved adventure titles in gaming history. This new console version builds up the massively reimagined remake of the original Shadowgate and re features a refined user interface and intuitive wheel-based icon command system to help players along their quest. All right. I've never heard of Shadowgate. Me either. Uh, next up is Super Weekend Mode on PS4 and Vita. Fuck yeah. Cross by. <laughs> no matter how you look at it, there is nothing nice about stealing. And unfortunately for a princess, she's going to have to learn this the hard way when that guy claims her possessions for himself. Sets off with them. Mm. What the? F what about that makes me... Th nothing about that makes me go, why is the game called Super Weekend Mode? But sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, we've got a PlayStation 4 game called Ultra Wings Flat coming on PlayStation. Yeah, coming this. Yeah, uh, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> My tongue is tied. I'm just gonna read the description and move the fuck on. Pilot multiple aircraft to complete a variety of missions across a beautifully stylized open world. Pop balloons, perform thrilling air races, take photos, and so much more. Ultra Wings is truly the ultimate hobbyist aircraft game for the PlayStation 4. All right. Uh, next up is Vaporum, steampunk dungeon crawler. Vaporum is a grid-based dungeon crawler RPG in an original steampunk setting inspired by old-school classics of the genre. Stranded in the middle of an ocean in front of a gigantic tower, the hero has to find out what the place is, what happened there, most importantly, who he is. And lastly, but not least, some anime game called Zanki Zero, The Last Beginning. <laughs> or not the, it's last beginning, not the, fuck it. Explore the ruins, dungeons, and islands in this post-apocalyptic world through the point of view of eight protagonists in each chapter and explore the dungeons, towers, and islands to uncover the deadly sins of the protagonist's past as they fight for survival. Alrighty. You can listen to the Hellboy soundtrack. You can go see I heard Hellboy. Bad things about that movie. Yeah, that's not getting good reviews at all. Um, and uh, let's see. You can watch Killing Eve if you want. Apparently, that's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, that's all. I rewatched Avengers: Infinity War this week, and it was hype. I'm so hyped. That movie is so good. Hmm. Love it. Yeah. That ending, you know, still hits you in the nuts. It's a good ending. It is. Excited to see that in a couple weeks. Yes. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from today. That movie we'll probably be able to see. Uh, yeah. We will see the Avengers movie. See it end. Mm -hmm. I was reading into what comes next for Marvel. And really the only thing they've announced is the Spider-Man movie that comes out in the summer as well. Um, but apparently they're making a Black Widow movie, Black Panther 2, a movie based off of the Eternals, which I've never really heard of, which I think is uh, Thanos' race, 
and there was another one that I'm blanking on. Hmm. I was like, okay, interesting. But uh, I wonder what the fuck that Avengers game from Square Enix is. Yeah. I don't know, man. I really wonder when we'll see that. Gotta imagine E3. It has to be. It's been a long time since they announced that. You gotta imagine they have something. That and what the fuck is Rocksteady doing? Who knows on that, too? I think those two are going to be... I think they're going to be at E3. I hope so. Another point. Um, Yeah. Red Dead. The next phase for the MCU... um, it's supposed to be only five years long. Okay. Instead of this gigantic 10-year thing. And they said it, it'll still be a while before the X-Men are in it. Hmm. That'll be pretty fucking dope when they are. Yeah. Looking forward to it. You gotta imagine that they have to recast Wolverine. Yeah, definitely. Hugh Jackman's definitely He's done. too old for that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would, Okay, who would you cast as Wolverine? In the MCU, it, 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 in like five years. Oh man, that's a good question. I have no clue. The Rock. No, <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who's big and, and buff in a way uh, that that Hugh Jackman. Well, he he kind of buffed himself up. I don't know. But I'm also trying to think of like big name people who would do that that Marvel already doesn't have. Yeah. I think that's almost difficult. Because there's other big name actors out there, but they might not you know, they don't really do Marvel movies or anything like that. Um I don't know. Hmm. What about you? I I have no clue, honestly. Yeah. yeah. A lot can change in five years. Yeah. We could, like, someone could break out and be a new breakout star in five years. Yep. But yeah, Yeah. that's exciting. Uh, Video games are also exciting. What will happen in the next five years? What will happen in the transition to the next generation of consoles? I'm sure we'll be talking plenty about that throughout this year. I think we're going to be getting into that weird time before E3. Yeah. Pretty soon where games either start to leak or get announced. Yeah. But also with Sony not at E3, it might be a little weird. Yeah. I'm curious Uh, to see when they announce their thing that they're going to do. Like, I'm I'm sure they're going to have something to say around E3, just not going to be at E3. Yeah. They're doing that streaming thing, the state of play. I wonder when the next one is. Yeah. Who knows? I could I could see them doing one around E3. Yeah. You know? They, they never said they weren't doing one around E3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, they could do one around E3 and just show off those three games, three big first-party games, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like here's, here's they could be all of them. They could be complete assholes and do it like right before the Xbox conference. Like not even <laughs> like just end like right before that conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, but that's all we've got for this week, Tyler. I need to go. I need to go do some things, like play some video games. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you need to get in contact with us, you can do that via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. 
Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. It helps every little bit that you do for us. And thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at the Arctic Sloth everywhere. Finally, officially everywhere, including PlayStation Network. Although I will probably be very slow getting back to any friend requests there because I have a very long list of friends and I'm not sure who half of them are. <laughs> um, you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids where we're so excited for fucking Avengers yeah. Endgame. We'll definitely be talking about that over there. We will. Um, but that's it. Until next week. Be good to each other, play your video games, and lick all the sauce off of that spoon, baby.